G'day mate, 40 here, so I am 56 years of age and uh, it's time for you to gather around and just learn some life lessons from 40 so that you don't make the mistakes that I have made. So I've learned it's really important to ask permission when your actions are going to affect another person, like even when you think you're totally in the right. So let's just say you're taking a shower with someone. It's a nice hot shower and there's just water flowing there in the, in the tub. And you think, not a big deal if I let you know, some extra water flow you know, from me to, to bathe you know, the person I'm with. Really important to ask for permission. Don't just like, take that for granted. So yeah, anytime you're gonna affect other people, I've learned it's really important to ask for permission. Uh, I've learned it's really important to let, let the wise parts of you run your life. So for example, my own you know, love life is, is fairly chaotic, but I've been a responsible citizen in other ways. So allow the, the professional wise part of me to, to run more and more of my life. Uh, I've learned it's really important to keep good records. Like keep you know, the last five years of your tax returns like back it up, scan it, you know, back it up online. I find it's really important to back up and scan all important documents. Oh man. Uh, don't, I've learned it's really important, don't push people into a corner. So sometimes someone will say to you, oh, you know, I texted you, I emailed you, and you didn't respond, and you're on top, right? You're on top of your emails, you're on top of your text messages, and you know that's not true. But uh, if you have a good relationship with the person, don't push them into a corner and say, well, forward me evidence that you texted or emailed me. Just uh, say, oh, uh, you know, I don't see it here, but you know, let it go. But don't push people to it into a corner, even when you're 100% you're right. It's, uh, it's not worth being dead right in life. That's a message from the California Department of Motor Vehicles. Like, don't be dead right. Even if you got the right of way, don't insist on it if it's going to lead to an accident. And I noticed that that's you know, good advice for life. Don't, don't be dead right, even when you're in the right. Don't push it so that you lose a valuable relationship or there are negative consequences from, from insisting on being right. What are other important life lessons? Man, I had a whole, a whole list of them in my head. And now this, oh, uh, it's not enough to be right. Also consider how what you're gonna say or do is gonna to look to other people, right? Including strangers, friends, family, most importantly, the people who are important to you. Right? Consider how that's gonna to look to them. It, it's not nearly enough to be right in your own head. So for example, I was about to start this video with, uh, hey kitties, gather around. Yeah, Uncle Forty wants to do some grooming. Uh, positive grooming, you know, not the negative type of grooming, but you know, positive grooming, getting, getting people you know, ready for life. But I thought, oh, that could just be taken out of context and that could make me look really creepy. And as I'm a very respectable man, yeah, I want to take into consideration, like, what would be the effect of some stranger then listening to 
you know, this, this three second uh, clip from, from my video. I was like, nah, that's not going to make me look too good. Uh, and if I do things that reflect ill on me, they then reflect ill on everyone who likes me, right? People pay a price when they befriend us, all right? So when you do something stupid or destructive, all right, that, that takes a toll. And so you have to consider what will be the complications, what will be the ramifications, what will be the repercussions, but not just oneself, but for the people who are allied with you, your friends, your community, your, your family, extended family, all that. Are you waiting for a dental appointment? News, classical music is driving unhoused people out of an LA metro. Yeah, I saw that in the Los Angeles Times. They're running classical music at this LA metro station where they've got really loud you know, classical music going to just drive out all the druggies that have taken over the station. So riding the subway is a particularly grim experience in Los Angeles. So I've only done it once and I'm not tempted to do it again. So there is plenty of bus lines that are just perfectly fine, pleasant experiences, but the subway, particularly downtown LA, quite the grim experience. Okay, this is life lessons time, folks. So let's share. Wagner is good Todd abatement. Oh, so they're running really obnoxious. <laughs> classical music just on repeat at about uh, 75, 80 decibels. And uh, I know 7-Elevens have been doing this for quite some time. Termite mounds. Okay, so what are some other life lessons? All right, too much squinting, darker sunglasses or get wraparounds. Okay, I have to kind of ease the sunglasses off because I only need glasses for seeing about a foot in front of me and more, but closer than a foot, and that's what I'm holding the, uh, the phone at right now, then I see more clearly without the glasses. So some people need glasses for close work. I need glasses for longer than, than a foot away. Oh man, did you see that latest, latest edition of Succession? Wow, that's a, that's a powerful show. Like when I just hear that HBO jingle at the start of every HBO show, I kind of get a, a shiver. It's, it's a sign of high quality entertainment. You're not in Australia anymore, Luke. Yeah, so not nearly as much social trust. So yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. You have to take into account the, the effect of your words. So if I, you know, greet people in America. G'day, mate. It uh, sometimes it amuses, but sometimes it confuses, and sometimes it discomforts. And I'm trying to run this high-quality live stream right now, and is, is this, you know, the, the Dennis Prager sending this lawnmower crew out here to, to try to get in the way of my high-quality live stream? So, oh man, let's see if we can move somewhere else add all these other life lessons that you know I was all prepared to share with you and they're just uh, disappearing that looks like the telly tubby test answer okay so 
another life lesson. If someone gets upset at you, like take notice. All right. They may be 90% in the wrong, 80% in the wrong, 70% in the wrong, but the odds are pretty strong that you did something considerable to uh, provoke them. All right. Rarely, rarely, rarely do people get upset at you and you are 0% responsible. So when you try to run the show, you inevitably like step on the toes of other people and they retaliate. Uh, another life lesson, money is really important. All right. It may not be the number one most important task for your life, but it's definitely in the top three. And if you're not on top of your finances, you're going to be a burden to other people. How often do I think far back into the past? Uh, it varies, but it's probably significant that I don't like to just put my head on the pillow at night after a busy day and just drift off to sleep. Luke fights off tears as he recounts their inhumane suffering described as psychological torture or having to listen to classical music in the LA uh, subway stations. So I have 56 years of age and there are plenty of things that I love about my life, but there are some you know, painful failures such as my inability to maintain any kind of romantic relationship over a year. What would you say to a nearly 50 year old man who found out his father wasn't his biological father and has been dead for 50 years. I would say uh, journal about it. Uh, so I have friends who have like lost their parents and they're devastated and I envy that because the, the emotion that I primarily felt when my father died was relief. So this, this instinctive you know, love uh, for, for one's parents that's you know, kind of a foreign world to me. Uh, you know, I grew up with a fairly distant relationship to, to my parents. So your relationship with your parents probably often serves as a template for all your relationships with, with other people. And so my somewhat distant relationship with my parents probably contaminated all my relationships in that maintaining distance and not having to negotiate relationships is, is kind of a perhaps a preference for me. Uh, my therapist noticed that I don't like to negotiate relationships, which is absolutely essential. So perhaps that's one reason I do so much live streaming because I get to be, you know, 100% in control of this particular relationship. Do I frame my life in terms of major meaningful events, aka a friendship ending or a breakup? If so, what was the last major event in your life? So there's no one way that I frame my life. And I can't remember the last significant, yeah, okay, I can remember the last significant rupture in my life. It was a, it was a uh, friendship acquaintanceship. So some of you might say it's an acquaintanceship, some might say a, a little bit of a friendship. But here's a life lesson. I ignored this person's boundaries. Like he repeatedly signaled to me that he found my jokes offensive. And particularly jokes about Jews. He was Jewish and he just erupted at me uh, because he was, he was having a conversation with another Jewish friend of mine and they were talking about a negotiating tactic. And I said something about, you know, I love, I love this Torah discussion. 
or I love your Torah learning or something like that and he erupted and it's kind of ironic because for my Orthodox Jewish friends they would take it for granted that uh, Torah learning, yeshiva learning would be you know completely compatible with you know good business strategy and negotiation strategy but for the more assimilated Jews they much more likely I think to take offense when one indicates that you know a Torah background or a Shiva background makes one better at business and negotiation and as someone who grew up a Goy as a Seventh-day Adventist I don't really have that negotiating muscle and so I was kind of saying it in admiration but to this one you know, largely secular Jew, it was tremendously offensive. And I'd ignored all sorts of other jokes that I'd made that he'd found tremendously offensive. And so he just erupted at me, and our, our friendship's never been the same since. And so learning to notice how people react. So I, yeah, I had friendly, friendly relations with this uh, one pretty woman, and then I mentioned, we were talking about audible books and how great they are. And I mentioned that uh, I like to leave books, audible books running all night so I don't have to be alone with my thoughts. She immediately said, oh, we're not going there. And then all our exchanges or all our interactions since then have been incredibly awkward. Like she just went, oh, we're not going there. And ever after I revealed that I don't like to be alone with my thoughts, I just leave audible books running all night. It's just incredibly awkward to, to talk to her. So, yeah, bringing up, you know, too much disclosure too early on, another life lesson I've, I've realized doesn't really work with some people, but other people really resonate with it. And so it helps me to develop a, you know, a much closer and substantial and meaningful, you know, way of interacting with people, including people I've just met. But you have to really choose, you know, who are you going to make disclosures to? Because some people are going to take offense if you're too honest too early. Was my reconciliation with Claire Core a major life event? No, not a major life event, but it was pleasant. It was a good conversation that I had yesterday. More life lessons to come. Bye-bye.